and welcome to the Nappy Natters podcast, brought to you by Asda Little Angels. This is the show about the thrills and spills of parenthood and the whirlwind of emotions experienced during bump, birth and beyond. The laughs, the tears, the excitement, the fears. I'm your host, Alison Perry, and on this episode, I'll be chatting with Jade Arif and Leanne Cornelius about life with toddlers in tow. Welcome to both of you. Hi. Introduce yourselves to us, ladies. Jade, start off by telling us a little bit about yourself. So I'm Jade, and I run and manage the Instagram Mother of All Adventures. I'm a mum of five. Um, So it's basically all surrounding my life with five going outside, being at home with them, um, and just the general ups and downs. And there's a lot of them. (laughs) (laughs) I bet there are. Leanne, welcome. Hi, I'm Leanne. Um, I'm from South Wales. I have two daughters and my Instagram is Mama Cornelius and it's basically the the normal real side of parenting. If anything, I'm probably too honest on this. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, so you've both got uh, small babies yeah. and you've got older children. Yeah. So Leanne, you've got a four-year-old, is that yeah. correct? And Jade, you've got so, loads of them. <laughs> yeah, I've got five, but the youngest is nearly five months and the oldest is 11, so... It's, he's, he starts secondary this year so I've got one at secondary and then the newborn and it's really like what the hell yeah. <laughs> that's a real range isn't yeah. it yeah what is it like have, have you both found it um, seeing babies progress into little people who have their own personalities it's mad it's crazy yeah I think the weirdest thing is when you see them looking like you or doing something that you do yeah. and you're like oh my god you're like yeah. you really are a little me or the dad like you look and you think you're so your dad yes they're yeah. like little sponges aren't they yeah they really pick up oh, on everything you yeah, say and even do like, yeah. like an, an eyebrow rise or something yeah so simple <laughs> like that and you yeah. just think oh i made you yeah. <laughs> it's kind of amazing isn't it it's those little moments i think that really make you reflect on how bonkers it is that mm. you have created these little humans yeah it is weird and i think i don't it doesn't matter how many times you've done it to think you grew actually grew someone mm. inside you it's so weird to me still mm, and is. and then they just keep growing and they turn into these little humans yeah. i call them humans i'm <laughs> yeah. like oh you're a human now because when they grow you're like oh you're you're a proper person now but yeah it's really really rewarding but it's so weird to see even yeah. though doesn't matter how many times you do it, you're like, right. And you've done it a few times. Yeah. How do, how do you juggle, Jade? How do you juggle the needs of five children that do range from baby right up to 11? Yeah, so it is hard because obviously Theo's 11, but the rest of them are all kind of the same. They're under, I've got four under five. So those, it's the trick is getting something for them and then for Theo. Right. Because it's they're all the same. So they could quite happily all go to soft play. And, but Theo can't do that anymore because mm. he's, too, he's too tall to get under anything. <laughs> and plus he gets bored of stuff like that anyway. So we've got to try and find stuff that there's also something for him as well. Like, mm. for example, we went to Peppa Pig World because on the other side of Peppa Pig World, there's also... All the big, big rides. All the big yeah. rides. Yeah. So we will explain to Theo, like, we're going to do this first, tie them out, and then we'll go over there and we'll, we'll do you and we'll have fun. And does he get that? Is he, is he oh, yeah, he's so good, yeah. He's really understanding and really good and really helpful. Yeah. <laughs> and Leanne, how about you? How do you juggle the, the kind of your four-year-old's needs with the baby? 
the baby, as bad as it sounds, she just comes last. She's she just has to to wait because the four year old is so demanding. Mm. So yeah, the baby just tags God along. Love her. Yeah, some, <laughs> she's on the school running last night's sleep suit yeah. most mornings. <laughs> but that's so nice that you've got it that way, Ryan. Because I feel like because I've got an eight year old and uh, five month old twins, and I sometimes feel like that the eight year old comes last. That we're yeah. always saying to her, yeah, oh, just you know, hang on a minute, we're just feeding the babies, or we're just doing this, or yeah. you know. Like, oh, I can't, you know, read with you right now or I can't play that computer game with you right now because I'm just doing this. Yeah, I I completely get that. I'm like that quite a lot of the time as well, mind. It's, yeah... It is hard, isn't it? Yeah, it's... A lot of the time, I'm I'm always leaving one of them out that I'm always making one of them wait but mm. it does have to just be like, the baby it's character building isn't it yeah it yeah. is yeah. So that's it's what making I tell them learn what patience is <laughs> exactly um, and how, how have you found motherhood in terms of what your expectations were versus what the reality has been it's been harder than expected but it's yeah. also been more rewarding than, than expected I definitely think it's harder yeah. Like, like way hard. I don't know if it's because my experiences, because I've had three premature babies mm. and I've had postnatal depression on the third baby. And I would, I'd never heard of postnatal depression before, before I had it. Oh, really? Yeah. So it, that come as a shock to me. I was like, wait a minute. I didn't know you could get stuff like this. Well, then I guess yeah. having having had two babies already. Yeah. And then and all not having suffered. Yeah. That probably came as a bit of a blow. Yeah. Because... The baby I had it with, he was 10 months, um, 10 months early. He was tiny. <laughs> That's a miracle. 10 months <laughs> early. He was really small. <laughs> um, he was born before he was conceived. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, he was 10 weeks early and he had a brain hemorrhage and oh, he was in hospital goodness. for a long time so I was kind of mothering for an incubator for so long and I think that's where the postnatal depression came in yeah. because there was such a like detachment I'm not surprised. I mean, going going yeah. through such an emotional experience like that. I mean, that's that's gonna take yeah. Its and I, on, and I've it? not had it again. So and I def so I definitely think it's because of that. So definitely, I've been shocked what what can come after. Mm. Um. So in that way, it was a lot harder. But like you say, so rewarding and so fun, and you learn. They they teach you lessons do, that you wouldn't yeah. learn normally and it what kind of things have your kids taught you pe- patience i'm a really patient person anyway but just to have that it's like a different kind of patience with a child isn't it mm. and you've to explain myself a lot more they've taught me to how to explain not to just be like in a minute well they don't know what a minute is yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, do you know you have to actually sit and talk to someone and explain why in a minute or how long is a minute and why you need to do so they definitely taught me to explain myself more and to be more open yeah um and like be more honest yeah how about you leanne um yeah it's a a lot the same yeah she's she just teaches me i i think i'm the opposite though i've learned that i haven't got as much patience yeah as i thought since having children (laughs) really Yeah, yeah i've always been very relaxed very laid back but children, they have tested me mm. more than I knew, like further than I knew that I could go. But Yeah, so yeah. They're, they're teaching you to go further then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're, they're making you go that yes. little bit further. Yes, they are, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you one lesson that I learned quite early on was to slow down mm-hmm. and to actually make the time. So rather than yeah. think you know, or we've got to rush to get from A to B is it actually if my toddler wants to 
take take her time slowly walking to the shop mm. because she wants to stop every two minutes and pick something up yeah. and study a ladybird on the wall and you know that's so good because I'm hurry up come on it's quick. really hard <laughs> and it's really tempting to be like come on we need to go we need to go but I think teaching myself just it's actually okay to mm. take half an hour to get yeah. you know to do a five minute journey yeah. because of all the stuff that my toddler is learning and yeah. taking yeah. in and oh I need that makes me feel bad now because <laughs> I'm forever <laughs> like quick come on I, I like that on a school run it's, yeah, it's knowing isn't it that you need to give yourself the extra time I'm to just go like in forget the shoe you them. dropped just come yeah. on <laughs> I think the school run's different though because like yeah. when you actually have to get to the school gates on time you know yeah. you, you've got that time pressure haven't yeah. you yeah, I am, yeah. everyone I'm Aria, always late and me Aria nearly every day she's like mummy why do we have to go fast mm. do you know what because yeah. we're late again the other day I was on time for school she went in but I went into the office after I went in down to town then I went to the office after it was about quarter to ten and I buzzed in and she went hello Malek and I was like no she's in already she's expecting <laughs> me to be late not that late I know <laughs> the way she's just like oh morning <laughs> oh dear yeah. yeah I have to admit that's I think that's why scooters were invented so you could try and actually yeah. get to school on time so if you, can, <laughs> yeah. if you can put your kid onto a scooter then you can get to the school so much faster yeah. mine's all yeah, uphill definitely. oh no, no, no. Okay going home, you could ride not. yours home <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Not good. Um, do you guys prefer the baby stage or the toddler stage or the preschool stage? Because every, it feels like every kind of stage has its lovely golden moments mm. and its challenges. Yeah, every year, like every year, brings something, something new, new yeah. for you. So like, I've never had an eleven-year-old before. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't. People are like, oh, what would you say to do? It? I'm like, I don't know. I'm learning. I've, he's my first eleven-year-old. Like when. Melly turns 11, then I might be able to be like, oh, well, this is what we did for here. Yeah. But at the moment, I'm the one that needs advice for an older one. Um, but I do love probably like one and two, eight, like ages one to two, because that's when they're turning into themselves. And they're yeah. discovering so yeah. much, Yeah, and when they, they start talking to you, like at the moment, Edie, she's just so cute. Like, I'll give her some, she goes, thanks, mum. And I'm just like, oh. Oh, you. And she just, yeah, yeah. I just think it, that age is so nice because they're actually turning in to someone you can see, like you can yeah. envision what they're going to be like. Yeah. So I think that's the age. Yeah. I think with me, it's been every age. Like every age, I'm like, oh, this is my favorite. This is my favorite. I'm a bit like that too. <laughs> yeah. And like, Aria, the older she gets, the just like obviously the, she gets more challenging the older she gets but the nicer she gets yeah. as well as that like, I can have proper conversations with her and I bet she does and, drawings for you and stuff like, they, they can give like, you yeah, stuff yeah well. like, she, she's like my a lovely little age. friend now yeah. It's, yeah it's like having a friend with me all the time a best friend yeah, so, yeah that's yeah. So nice. although I like age 11 because he can make me cups of tea now. <gasps> that's a sound like yeah. a good age I'm like finally <laughs> Uh, what was it age 11 that he started making you tea because I, I kind of want I've got an 8 year old and I kind of wonder so, no, when when will about, this happen about 10 right. maybe 9 right so 1 or 2 years left and then, yeah. then, and then so I, I, I supervised a couple and yeah. then I realised he's got this so now I'm like oh make me a cup of tea please it's finally paying off <laughs> but he likes doing it you know they like to do it yeah. because they feel grown up it's so. the independence isn't yeah. it yeah he even yeah. made me a latte the other day actually no yeah. <laughs> a packet one but, you yeah. have got this parenting thing nailed yeah. yes <laughs> I love it 
Um, but it's so lovely, isn't it, seeing them hit milestones, like making their first cup of tea. Yeah. No, but <laughs> earlier than that, it's really lovely, whether it's their first tooth or crawling or walking. It's yeah. really amazing. Yeah. It is lovely. Do you feel sad as you see them getting bigger and hitting oh, those milestones? I will cry I if you're doing it. <laughs> Do you? I hate it. Are you quite emotional about yeah, it? Yeah, I've actually got water in my eyes. No. <laughs> Honestly, each baby I have and they get older. She's crying. I know. Oh, he's got some so tissues. It doesn't get easier with five. I hate though. it. I actually hate. It. That's why I keep having children. Is because it? I, 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 I think it's my issue of being like left by myself. Yeah. Even though I'm not going to be by myself, yeah. but you've actually made me too. Sorry, Jade. <laughs> it was like my mother-in-law did it to me the other day, and I started crying. She's like, "Surely you're finished." I'm like, "No." But yeah, I just. What a it, baby friend. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I just get really emotional about it. So do you think you'll keep going and keep going? Keep I definitely going? think I'll have one more. Wow. Wow, yeah. I may have to trap the husband for the next one. <laughs> yeah. But I definitely <laughs> think I'm going to have another one. Amazing. And then I'm like, right, if I if he doesn't want any more, I'm going to have to be like a surrogate or something that I can, yeah. like, but that I, I have to keep in contact with the baby. I was going to say, would you be able to give the baby away? <laughs> yeah, that, that's not with how surrogacy oh. works, is it? No, I know. I'm like, actually, I can't. I'm keeping it. I know it's not my baby, yeah, but I know. I'm it. Yeah, I'm just mental. Everyone looks at me like, how How do you still want more? I'm like, I don't know. So for you, you don't like it when you see them hitting those milestones because it's a sign that they're getting older. Yeah, and then I think, right, well, when this baby's not a baby, am I going to have another baby or am I done? Because yeah. in my body, I'm not ready to not be pregnant again. Mm. I think that's what I'm finding hard. A lot of my friends are like, oh, my God, no way. Like, I'm, And they're adamant, no more, no, no, no. I've hit, like, two's enough or three's enough. But for me, I'm still thinking about having more. Yeah, I'm same. <laughs> I actually wrote a blog post yesterday. Oh, I'm jealous you? of my pregnant friends. Yeah. Really? Every time, yeah. I, like, my friend Frankie's pregnant at the moment and I'm just like, oh, I'm so jealous of you. Me. Every time I see a scan photo on Facebook, yeah. I'm like, no. Oh, God. Wow. Well, you'll be having more then. <laughs> You guys, my husband says no. You guys yeah. have got babies and you're, you're and you're really bruisy. It's like isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. When I say it, my husband's like, really? Yeah, mine is. She doesn't well. sleep. Why would you want another one? <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it, How what biology does to us. And yeah. that as mums, how even though we're having sleepless nights, we can still be thinking, yeah. this yeah. isn't the last time we're going to go through this. We, You know, I want another one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is mad. So Leanne, is it similar for you then, that as as you see your little ones hitting those milestones, yeah, yeah. you feel quite sad? Yeah, like with me, like my, my eldest, she... She didn't have a tough until 17 months. She never crawled. She just bum shuffled. She didn't walk until 22 months. She was tiny. So she was a baby for for, for a long time. Whereas Carrie now, she's seven months. She's got a tough come in. She's nearly crawling. And I'm like, slow down. Like yeah. Part of me is like so proud. But another part of me is like, you're, you're not a baby for long. It's, yeah. it's going too fast. Tell you what I found quite interesting was because I've got a massive age gap between my eldest and my two babies. I used to feel, I used to hate seeing my eldest reach each birthday because to me it felt like I knew that the age gap between her and any younger sibling was getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And that really upset me. But now, since having the twins and since I was pregnant with them, I'm really chilled out about her getting bigger because I feel like... No, it's fine. Like, and and I know that we've managed to have more children, and that I'm going to experience the baby thing again, and the toddler thing again, and so that anxiety yeah, for me has yeah. disappeared. And they still will get on. Okay, so toddler tantrums. You guys must have experienced a few mm-hmm. of those. <laughs> oh God! What has been one that sticks in your mind? 
Well, I have one every day. So <laughs> you have day. one personally. <laughs> well, yeah, me, I do. I have about a million a day. No, I've uh, my. There's one of my children that has tantrums every, probably every hour. Yeah. And they are <laughs> horrific ones. Like loud, screaming, shouting. Doesn't matter where he is. It doesn't matter who tries to talk to him. You know when like a um another person will, oh darling, hello, like to try like diffuse it, he's just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter who talks to him, it doesn't yeah. matter where he is, he'll if he wants a tantrum, he'll just do it. And um yeah, so the train, just every day on the train. Oh. We'll get on, he'll be about five minutes, he'll be okay. And then as soon as it starts moving, he just wants to get off, he just oh. screams, he wants to climb, he wants to do this. And yeah, and then the tantrum comes. So How do you deal with that then? What are your kind of go-to techniques? So I just try and... Well, there's one technique that I do because it, because they have actually got really bad. I've spoken to my health visitor about it and my, my GP and he's actually... Um, having to wear noise defenders because they think it might be a sensory issue oh, with him. Okay. Um, and also what we do is we I put my hands up with my five fingers and we pretend they're birthday candles. And so I get him to breathe in through his nose and out through his mouth to blow them out. Oh. And it actually really works. Like, he does it and then he wants to do it again because he thought it was fun. And yeah. sometimes when he blows out, I make it pop or bang or something. And um, so that's what I'm doing at the moment. But if he's too far in the tantrum, I kind of just have to keep talking to him. Or if I start talking to Edie about something fun, he'll stop and listen. And then I'll ask him a question and then he's fine. Right. So I've either got to talk him out of it or breathe him out of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's so clever. Yeah, but the That's candle thing is really good tip. It really works. Yeah. Especially if you make him pop. <laughs> <laughs> My eldest now, she's gone through a phase where she does this fake cry and stamps her feet all the time. But we're just trying to ignore her because... We don't want her thinking that if she does that, she gets the attention that she needs. Mm. So, or I'll like tickle her or just pull a funny face at her and she yeah, normally cracks. Yeah. yeah, she will normally crack then. You can see her trying not to laugh, but yeah. she will. But yeah, she's uh, she's trying it at the moment. With The fake cry is the most annoying thing oh, ever. <laughs> probably seen it on a cartoon, isn't yeah. she? Yeah, and then she just gives these little stamps yeah. of her it's so hard though isn't it it's hard in the moment to try and remember that they're just kind of you know pushing the boundaries and trying to work out how to cope with all these emotions yeah. that are in their head and how trying to... to tell you something aren't they yes. yeah. Yeah. yeah you just it's don't know what they're saying so someone else told me a tip as well actually to use the word if you see that they're frustrated you use the word frustrated to them like what what's right. frustrating you yeah. what's making you angry because it's so easy just like what's the matter like what's wrong yeah. yeah but to use a word like why are you angry why are you sad why yeah. are you frustrated apparently that's meant to help them connect a little bit better right. But I mean, I find it hard to remember to do that. That's really interesting, though, because I remember about a year ago, my little girl being really upset about something and me saying, What's wrong? And she was like, I'm just so frustrated. Oh. <laughs> that big word. That's oh. just so funny that that was oh. how she was expressing herself. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Okay, let's, let's deal, we'll deal with this. What are you frustrated about? <laughs> Oh, okay. we always know what's wrong with ours. Oh. The other week, she fell, She asked me for a sandwich and then she fell asleep, so I didn't do her a sandwich. Oh. She woke up, she hadn't been awake for a second and she had a, just 
she completely went off on one. Where is my jam sandwich? Oh. I wanted to jam sandwich. I was like, you were asleep. Yeah, it's usually over something stupid or because she wants Paw Patrol on and I didn't do it within a minute. <laughs> yeah, these things are so important to them though, aren't yes. they? Yeah, oh. they are. So earlier on we touched on the things that um, our children had taught us. But what are the things that you think you have learned about yourself since you became a mum? I think for me, it's that I am a lot stronger than I thought I ever was. So even just thinking about getting through childbirth and, you know, like now the prospect of like visiting the dentist, for example, Mm. seems like a piece of cake in comparison. Um, And I feel like I'm strong. I can get through anything. Um, What have you guys learned about yourselves? Probably multitasking and doing like jobs that I wouldn't have done like the other day I took down a bunk bed like I unscrewed it all and like I would never have done that before I had four of the children because one was with daddy doing the food shopping and he was going to come home and do it but I thought you know what I'm not doing anything like I had the obviously the others but I thought I'm just I'm just looking after four children (laughs) I just (laughs) think that's really easy I'm just gonna (laughs) dismantle a bed so yeah so I did that as well and I literally took it all down and I felt so good for doing it. And then he come in and I was like, oh, I just took down the bed for you. And he was like, what? <laughs> oh, I took down the bed. And he's like, oh, I said, do you want a cup of tea? <laughs> but no, I definitely think like multitasking and doing, pushing yourself to do stuff at the same time as you're doing something else. Just to, yeah, to, I think yeah. just things like that. Because when, before kids, I just... I was quite lazy. Yeah, I was. I hope when you did that, you put it on social media because that's the kind of thing that you have to brag about on social media. (laughs) I said it on so I didn't take any images or anything, but I did say (laughs) I just took down the bed. (laughs) I think for me, I I didn't have my first until I was 29, nearly 30. So I'd gotten, I suppose I'd got used to just being selfish and doing what I wanted. So that was a big change, like learning to put in myself last in a way, not not always Mm. putting myself last, but adjusting to putting these little people before me and not that I can't do everything that I want to do. I have to consider them now. So I think that was the biggest thing for me to learn. It's kind of weird though, isn't it? Sometimes you get to that point where because you want to do stuff for them, it then becomes what you want. Yes. Mm. Yeah, so it doesn't definitely. feel like you're being selfless. Yeah. That's really yeah. yeah. That's a good yeah. Thing it's quite a nice way of, you know, looking, looking out for others, isn't it? Um, now, is there anything that you've done differently with your second, third, fourth fifth <laughs> babies that you uh, that you didn't do with your first? Yeah. So with Theo, who is the eleven-year-old, I used to pick him up as soon as he made the tiniest sound. I was a total like did everything by the book. Like, oh, hang on, I've got to check this book to see what I'm allowed to do. And then second one, you're a little bit more lenient. And then as you go on, you just think, I don't need this book I, I'm I'm his mum or her mum and you kind of learn to trust yourself a little bit more so with Theo it was very structured very military straight away and you know no dummy no this I've got to breastfeed for this long I've got to do that and so with the others I was just so much more relaxed and I followed the baby more than telling the baby what to mm-hmm. do um even like with Melly, she had a dummy until she was four and everyone was like, don't, like, why she's still got that? Her teeth are going to be horrible and all these things. And I'm like, I'm, I did actually try a lot. I tried the dummy fairy. I tried the Christmas tree fairy. Everything. All the fairies. All the fairies <laughs> I tried. I, I even, when the, when Ralph come along, I even tried, like, he needs that 
to get better. And she was like, no, (laughs) this is mine. And then I think it was like a week before she started school, she just said, I don't need this anymore. Wow. And then that was it. I didn't have to push. I didn't have to ask her. And she didn't moan once. It may well have been that in her head there was a link between being a big girl and going to school. She was just ready. Yeah, she was just ready. And um, so definitely just being more relaxed. Um, Whereas with Theo, I wasn't as relaxed. I was always worrying about what was right and what yeah. everyone else was doing. And also what other people think of you. I think that yeah. quite often you can be really heavily influenced. Like you might think, oh, my four-year-old can't have a dummy because what will people yeah. think? Yeah, definitely. Who cares? Yeah. Like if it works for you, it works for your child mm-hmm. and actually it's not harming them in any way. No. Then why wouldn't you do yeah. what works? Yeah. No, exactly. I, I used to think that. Like, oh my God, she's got a dummy. Like, well, I used to take it out of her mouth quickly. Mm, some, yeah. In some situations, I'd rip it out of her mouth and like put it in my pocket. <laughs> but it wasn't until I met another mum and her child was six, I think, and still had, a, it was a little boy and he still had a dummy. And she's like, well, what's wrong with that? And I was like, oh, actually, yeah, I'll just, you know, you just carry on and you tell me when you're ready. Yeah, trust your instincts yeah. as a parent. Yeah, yeah. To... so I think that's what I did differently. Trust my own yeah. instinct. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot... We're a lot similar, like yeah. with our first. Nearly every night for the first, I don't know how long, we were on Google nearly all night. <laughs> Is this normal? Is this normal? Whereas oh, with her, we, we're not like that. We're just yeah. a lot more relaxed. Like, you are days. Google. Yeah. 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 You're a brain. I am the fun of all nothing. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> and I, I didn't, with my first, I didn't manage to breastfeed. And I think it was because I put too much pressure on myself yeah. to do it. Whereas with her, I've just been so much more relaxed about everything. And yeah, now yeah. I've got the opposite problem with her. <laughs> she won't stop breastfeeding. Oh. So, yeah, just feel more relaxed. That's lovely. So looking ahead, what are the next milestones for you, Jade? I don't want you to start crying. <laughs> but what are the next milestones for you? Because you know you've got things like starting school and I guess yeah, nursery so or you know Theo. His next big thing is secondary school, which wow. I'm absolutely terrified about. It's, That's a big one. Yeah. Because, you know, the one thing that I'm really struggling with is because when they're at primary school, you know the mums because you're with them in the playground, you know the kids because obviously you see them coming out of the class. Now he's going to go to secondary school. I'm not going to have a clue what mum... I'm not going to know the mums at all because you don't go into the school, you don't take them to school. You're not really going to know the friends that they've got. So I'm finding that bit really difficult. Melly is going to go into year one. Ralph starts school in September. So then I'm just going to have... Ed and Forrest at home and then yeah and then Ed will start school and then Forrest will start school and that's when you definitely need to have another one and then I'm going to be all alone I'm going to have to get a cat or something <laughs> but even when, even when you have five children at school you're you're still going to have a lot to do yeah but I just don't think that I am this is turning into a, bit of a therapy session here <laughs> I think I'm going to be sat at home like oh, so to so me bored. it's funny though to me that's the dream is like what, once me. once my twins are at school I'll feel like almost like a sense of relief like ah oh, like oh I've got God. them to school like tick gold star for me yeah. and I can relax a little bit no. I even looked into fostering once I'm just such a nutcase honestly it's just crazy <laughs> you'll see me fostering soon no I'm fostering children <laughs> How about you for you I, for milestones? I've got Aria starting reception in September oh this God. year, and as much as it will be nice to have the days to myself, not that I will because of the baby. Yeah, it's just she's growing up. Mm. 
And once oh. they start school, they really do grow yeah. up. Yeah. And Melly just... has changed from, yeah. like, a toddler, and now she's just, like, a woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, like, her nursery is attached to the school, so she already goes off in her little school uniform oh, and everything. that's nice. And just since starting nursery, she's grown so much. So I know when she starts reception... Yeah. Like, only yesterday, me and my husband were saying how her hands are just massive all of a sudden. <laughs> but I think that's, that's what happens when you have a, yeah, when you have a baby. Yeah. Your older child suddenly just looks like the BFG right. or something. Yeah. But even I, even that made me upset. I was like, oh, her hands are so She's big. Yeah. <laughs> when did she grow? Yeah. <laughs> when did she get these big giant hands? Oh, it is sad, isn't it? Um. Just to finish, I want to uh, find out from you guys what your favourite mum mantra is. So mine is you can't pour from an empty cup, which basically means you need to be rested and look after yourself. And if you aren't feeling great yourself, you're not going to be the best mum you can be to your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, how about you guys? What what do you kind of repeat to yourself on a, on a daily or weekly basis? Stay calm. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I use. It's okay. Just stay calm. It will be okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's a, a thing, but no, that is good. what I say every day. That's good. You'll be okay. Just stay calm. <laughs> when, when I like is if um, if you're asking if you're good enough, then you're good enough. Mm. Like if, if you're worried about it, then you're doing it right, really. Yeah. You? Just so to worry. It means you care. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, I quite like that one. I like that a lot. Because people do, I think as mums, we, we do really worry about stuff, whether it's, you know, how long, if, if you're breastfeeding, how long do I breastfeed for? Mm. And, you know, what kind of weaning should I do? And, you know, how do I deal with this toddler tantrum? So actually... If you if you are asking whether I'm good enough at doing this, it means you actually really care and yeah. you want to be the best you can be. Yeah. That's really lovely. Yeah, I like it. I really that like that. Good. I wish I said that. <laughs> <laughs> She's so wisely Leanne, isn't she? It's brilliant. Um, ladies, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been brilliant. That's all we've got time for in this episode. Thank you for tuning in to the Nappy Natters podcast. And don't forget to subscribe, rate and leave a review.